Welcome back to the Balance Boldly Podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Renthikpen, excited as always to be partnering with you as we change the narrative to amplify your intimacy with and across your relationship so you can have the freedom, flexibility, and confidence to thrive in work life and in love. Hashtag and in love. We have to make sure that that is always in there. You guys have been missed. I've missed you so much. I know that for those of you who have been mad fan followers of the Balance Bully podcast that we lovingly call the BBP, you've seen a little bit of the gap because I was out of commission for almost six months nursing myself back to health and I'm still on the road to recovery and I'm very, very excited to be on the other side of the torturous life that was happening inside my womb. So thank you for the flowers, the cards, the DMs, the emails, the messages, and for all of my sister circle out there, you especially, I extra love you because you have been sending so many prayers and I'm so grateful for it. This is the perfect, let's underline this, the perfect guest to bring to the show today. This woman is magical and happens to be best in the world at what she does as an entrepreneur, as a wife, as a mama, as someone who understands the reason to breathe and pace yourself, because she also happens to own a company named that, (laughs) who also really understands how important it is to not define yourself by the expectations of other people, to not get caught up in societal norms because normal is not necessarily necessary. So make sure you underline that as well. This woman that I am bringing to you today, she could be considered your favorite cousin, and we'll get into that joke in a minute. She is helping women redefine what it means to move in their limitless power beyond motherhood. Mara, Cousin Jackie, welcome to the Balance Bully Podcast. How are you today? Hi, Nikita. Thank you for having me. And oh my goodness, you pronounced my name correctly. (laughs) What? You must be the first person in the world outside of Greece that can pronounce my name. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that. Maybe that's another language I need to learn. I'm all about it. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you here for so many reasons. You and I have had multiple conversations that we probably should have recorded, or maybe we shouldn't have because it might go viral for the wrong reasons. (laughs) Because of our transparency and our connection to just being honest and standing in our truth, which is a huge part that I know that you help women do themselves Mm -hmm. as they're really getting in touch with who they're becoming, as they're realizing that they're more. Being a mother is fantastic if you are blessed to be Mm -hmm. one, but you help them go beyond that. And I would really love for you to share just a little bit of what your work is like. Oh, my goodness. So... I inspire women to break free from the traditional notion of motherhood by elevating the way that they are supported. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm the best in the world at really seeing into um, inside mother's souls and um, I'm creating the conditions for them to feel um, safe yeah. Guilt-free. Oh my gosh. Leave the guilt at the door, right? Mm-hmm. So they can pause and breathe. So only then they can um, find that space to tap into their inner core. So they can uncover um, their essence. Yeah. 
and um, discover their inner compass and all these beautiful things so they can redefine their identity and uh, and of course they access the, the limitless power because I'm gonna tell you this later that we're gonna and we really need to discuss this you know when you become a mom is actually biologically uh, changes happening into your brain yeah that um, yeah makes you like no. yeah it's your superpower but we can we can talk about this later yeah okay no yeah, i yeah. love this yeah. so because i'm thinking about um well you, so you guys don't know all the gooey dis- details and i promise because we know we have ambitious women in business that are listening as well as a few brave men so for the men i don't want you to be yucked out by <laughs> any of the conversation on on my part but for those of you who didn't know i had a lot of stuff going on with my womb and one of the things that I found out in the process of that is that Venus, Venusly, if I'm saying that wrong, that line correctly, Venusly, like your vein system, somehow is connected to your heart. So if they take out both of your ovaries as a woman, you're actually at an increased risk for heart attack. Mm-hmm. So for the moms that are listening or those considering to be mothers, you know, when you're like, oh, my kid hurt my heart or they did something so fantastic that my my heart was about to boom at my chest. That's a real thing. Like we thought it was some kind of colloquial statement to say mm-hmm. <laughs> that, you know, my kids are my heart, but they really are really, truly biologically connected to your oh, heart. So I, hearing you say that about the brain is oh, yeah, magnificent. I mean, absolutely. In fact, um, there were studies that were found out that... Um, the cells of your cells from your children stay with you forever you know yes. and, and they have a part of you and you have a part of them forever so you're forever connected so there is this yes. biological thing happening um yeah we can't deny it for sure we cannot deny it and i don't know if this is a blessing or a curse when my kids are getting on my nerves so uh- <laughs> <laughs> Um, I remember Mara standing on stages years ago, pre-COVID, of course, um, at a, I don't know, it was at a, like an innovating women in STEM conference or something. And for whatever reason, because I, I speak from my heart and from my spirits, you know, I come with my points that I want to make, but I'm really just flowing. And I remember standing there like, you know, because I don't even like my kids. I said that. <laughs> like, I love them, but I don't even like them sometimes, you know, sometimes because my kids were teenagers, had attitudes, you know, yeah. all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole audience full of like 200 plus women just bust out laughing. And I realized what I said, because, you know, sometimes you think you have the thought in your head and you didn't mean to say it out loud. Yeah. Not everyone really understands, mm-hmm. you know, what you mean. And then I, I caught myself and I was like, oh, you guys get it. You're not laughing at me. You're laughing because you get it. Oh, yeah. And so I, I and did a thing. Like, how many of you? It. Exactly. How many of you in here don't like your kids either sometimes? <laughs> right. <laughs> but now we know mm. that by not liking your kids, there's a part of you that's not liking yourself because we're all biologically connected, mm-hmm. even after they're out of the womb. I think it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's but a the philosophical. Work, um, philosophical. <laughs> connected to the biological (laughs) exactly exactly and I know a lot of the work that you're doing because you kind of moved from this space of helping people touch and understand and deepen their experience with their body Mm -hmm. and the work that you do as a certified yoga instructor Mm -hmm. and as an owner Mm -hmm. as well to seeing beyond that because 
to your point mm-hmm. about guilt yeah. and to the pre-conversation that we were having, because guilt is huge with women in general and can lead to overwhelm and <sighs> stress and stress-induced illnesses mm-hmm. and, and just all the things that kind of accompany with that. I know mm-hmm. we're kind of preaching to the choir because everyone listening here yeah. is familiar with that. That was a huge thing that helped you see that you had to do more work. How did you make the leap from being in touch with the body, helping people with their body through, you know, yoga? Mm -hmm. And I know this is something you also continue to do because you have Mm -hmm. multiple businesses, Mm -hmm. but to really see that there was a need to pun intended Mm -hmm. here, go beyond and and meet them where they were at. Mm -hmm. Well, um, well, the reason I became a yoga teacher um, was my 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 vision my goal was to help other mothers because because yoga helped me that was that was when my awakening happened so a little backstory um before children Uh i was a successful media professional i was a film editor And before that, you know, I studied um, uh, psychology, communications, and I did my MA, uh, and I worked in the media industry. I worked for the BBC, what have you. And then 30 years old, um, you know, being Greek and being conditioned, well, just because before I was 30, actually, before, just before I was 30, um, I was with my partner and our husband. We were together for so many years. And I was like, what's going on? What's happening? Uh, you know. I'm meant to be having babies by now, right? Mm. I, you know, I, we need, and we need to get married, right? Because <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. Greek, and and culture in uh, culturally, um, it's you know, it's frowned upon to have children before marriage, you know. So anyway, mm-hmm. so I've been conditioned from a very young age to do that thing. So yeah. no matter what I did, so I loved my job. I, I, it's just. It's like everything stopped and I was obsessed that this needs to happen. So we got married and then 30 years old, you know, on my honeymoon, I, I threw my pills down uh, the drain. <laughs> in my no. period, yeah, and which I completely regretted straight after because my period came. <laughs> oh, my God, what do I do? I took it back. Anyway, so it's like, that's it. We start trying now because this my birthday is next month and that's 30. And that, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's urgent we do this. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't very sure, and we kind of like change our minds uh, and say, okay, maybe we should wait to, you know, move house first, sell the flat, and what have you. Um, anyway, it happened because Zachary needed to be born. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, yeah, yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden, I was heavily pregnant, going editing, and then just realizing that I'm gonna get. Um, my maternity leave soon and then what I can't go mm. back to work 12 yeah. hour days 14 hour days in an edit suite which a lot by the way is just not really family friendly I mean there's a reason right. they're not women in the uh, film industry so many yeah. I mean they are but not in as editors because editors you know the directors go home you know eight o'clock mm-hmm. and we stay you know until midnight mm-hmm. we've got deadlines and stuff like that or traveling, when you get a project, it would disappear. Mm-hmm. So we had to make a decision and we decided um, together that, you know, he makes more money and my job is not very, you know, um, family friendly, so I'll stay at home. I never yeah. thought I would be a stay at home mom, um, but, you know, children come first. And, and then that's where the guild starts. Yeah. <laughs> that's where yeah. the guild starts. Um, 
you get that when so you get two things you get the thing um that says uh when are you gonna go back to work oh i can't go back to work well why don't you do something else then i was like uh Mm -hmm. because why would i do something else make less money and then having to pay the nanny you know all these things that come into your head anyway so we're staying at home this is what we're doing uh but eight i'll never forget zachary uh, my first baby was eight months old have him in the sling because uh, we're doing also you know positive parenting attachment parenting and i was deeply unhappy <laughs> i was like mm-hmm. how can this be i i've got this beautiful baby but i'm ready to go back to work and then that's yeah. the other guilt you know it's like mm-hmm. what's going on and then and then the third guilt comes in it's like who are you if you're not working if you're not an editor okay you're a mom but who are you right and like because because my job it defined me my career and and then it's like I stopped my career I wanted to um, edit documentaries and I was on my way but you know 30 was uh, you know that time uh, that I had I think if I continued that way maybe two or three years I would be doing that mm-hmm should I have I should have waited but no because Zachary wouldn't have been born and I can, you can't regret that you know you can't go right. back Absolutely. regretting and then he's like oh my god am I regretting this fourth guilt <laughs> right right <laughs> the, you know they, I've been counting the the, the guilt you know mm-hmm. and on top of that you've got the sleepless nights and the lack of personal space and you know and then you've got oh. the other thing well I'm at home I, I, I don't need support. I don't need help other than, you know, and some, uh, if you're lucky and you have your mom and you have a good relationship with your mom and it's fine, they, they come and help. But um, I didn't have that and mm-hmm. I didn't have my mother-in-law either for reasons, um, which, by mm-hmm. the way, my mother-in-law, I love her so much. She's amazing. But, you know, she couldn't at the time help. So I had no support. I couldn't pay for support either. Uh, no, fine because of financial reasons. Yes, guess what? Because of guilt. <laughs> right. Like I can't possibly put more money out, and when I should be the one being with them. And I'm doing not the working. Things. Why? Why? Why would I pay someone else to look after my child? So I wasn't thinking about me at all. Right. And and I was doing this thing. I was. I read so many books of. Um, I did so much research. So having my psychology background and not having as well as the way I was brought up was an optimal, uh, you know, maybe for another conversation. So I didn't have that reference of how to um, parent in the way I wanted to parent. So I did a lot of research on uh, child development and um, and we decided to um, bring up the boys in with positive parenting and mm-hmm. um, and attachment parenting and all that stuff, which is great if you have the village to support you. <laughs> right. But right. on your own, it's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. A lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the other one. So, of course, uh, doing all this and keep going and keep going and keep going. At some point, you know, I was in the not having another baby as well. We had um, Alex um, nearly straight after. A, um, yeah, he, they have 21 months gap. 
I have to say, not two years, 21 months. It makes a difference (laughs) because if you have a baby, you know, every month is different, you know, developmentally. So two and a half years Mm -hmm. is very different from two years. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so there were, you know, I had a baby and I had another baby. So, uh, so that's also really hard. Yeah. Uh, so I was in a near, uh, nervous breakdown. And, um, at that point we'd move her, we'd move house. Um, we moved area as well. We went somewhere, we went by the coast and to buy our dream home. We had this massive house that we didn't know what to do with. And I was working, uh, away in London cause we were in Brighton. I never saw him and I lost my support network, which was, you know, other yeah. friends in the neighborhood there that we were kind of helping each other, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I was, I had a nervous breakdown. So we decided after that to drop it all mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and move to Thailand instead. <laughs> which is so bold to say the least. You know what? When you're at this point mm-hmm. where it's either we're going to get divorced or I'm mm-hmm. going to end it or, you know, when you're at nervous breakdown, it's just, it's, it's not scary <laughs> to move away because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it, it actually saved our marriage and, and my mm-hmm. sanity. And that's where I found yoga. That's where, um, and my teacher told me I should become a yoga teacher. And that's how I found my awakening. And I decided that I'm going to, I'm going to do this so I can help other mothers. Yeah. Cause that's when I, uh, when I knew what to do. And of course, it, 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 you know, I knew what, what to do, where to go, but it, you know, it's yeah. a long process. Um, but because I had that goal mm-hmm. up there, I knew where I was going. I did it. I knew I went, I worked backwards and I, t- I took all the steps. So I trained and trained. I mean, when I, when I started yoga in Thailand, I couldn't even touch my toes. And my teacher said, I put this beautiful Thai teacher. Um, uh, she said, uh, I should become a yoga teacher. Um, um, it's just something, just light bulb moment, you know, yeah. cause uh, it, it was, it was insane, but also beautiful. Yeah. And, um, this is it. All the steps I've taken to to create beyond motherhood, where I am now, mm-hmm. it started there. Oh. I love I love so much about this, and just the breathing of that moment after all of the steps that you just shared, like the physical breath that you just took, represents exactly what I think a lot of other humans that mm-hmm. are listening to this are feeling. Because so many people that are listening to the BBP, to the Balance Bully podcast right now, I know for a fact have related at some point. For some, it was after the birth of like a physical birth of a child. For some, it was the physical birth of a business, oh <laughs> right? God, yeah. Right? Or, or all the combination <laughs> yeah, thereof. Yeah. And for others, it was because of the loss that then produced a physical birth of new self mm-hmm. for them because of some other loss that they created where not that they created, I don't want that misinterpreted, that they experienced. And then they had to create the next chapter of their life, the way that you and your husband so boldly decided to create a new chapter as part of not only your journey, but as a part of your repair process Mm -hmm. to be whole again, to be healthy again, not necessarily knowing how that was going to look, 
but knowing what it was. And I feel like I'm hearing the same thing about your your mission. I don't want to just say business because I know you're very mission driven Mm -hmm. and your mission to help women not have to experience what you experience feeling for the most part, very alone. And I know there was ebbs and flows of of people in and out as you moved countries and, and all the things, but for the most part, you are a solo traveler through that experience and you're trying to save the heartache and hurt. And in the process of of all of that helping and healing that you're doing others, you're simultaneously trying to maintain your sanity because you are a wife and a mother and your boys are older now. They're no longer, you know, two and an infant, but they're here and they're demanding energy from you at a different level. Mm -hmm. So you get to still uh, add more chapters to your journey that then other people who are maybe a couple of years behind you Mm -hmm. can benefit from, which is, beautiful yeah yeah it's it's true um yes i am in a very good point right now where where my children are and they are um they're 10 and 12 Mm -hmm. and apparently this is the best age and it is i can feel it because they're not completely teenagers well they're giving you a hard time in a different way (laughs) and it's coming i know (laughs) i know i'm not i'm waiting i'm ready for it i'm ready for it (laughs) Um, and they're not um, little that they need you not just emotionally and mentally, they need you physically as well. So it's yes. exhausting in so many ways. Um, so I passed that part. Um, but um, I lost my train of thought. But, I, but you said something. Oh, yes. I have the urge. There's like, I feel this pull to help mothers that yeah. were in that stage where I was yeah. um, and and support them. It's like beyond my control, you know, I have no choice but to, to support them, you know, and, and do yeah. everything I can to to create that, that business because, you know, I'm starting a business and, oh, my God, it's my mission. But at the end of the day, I do have to register the business. I do have to get an accountant. I do have to do all these other boring things so I can uh-huh. do what I really want to do. Because it's just right. what we need to do. Right. Um, and isn't that the reality, though, mm-hmm. of how life is for ambitious women, period? Like, there's the, the juicy things that are pulling you forth, like beyond mm-hmm. motherhood and serving. Mm-hmm. And then there's all the logistics <sighs> and the parts of you that you're not really interested in. You might be good at, but you don't love and you don't necessarily want to do. And I, I get it for all of our delegating queens and kings out there. It is super important to delegate when you can. But when you are starting or creating yeah. something from scratch, you have to be fiscally responsible to that business and to that mission. Because at the end of the day, you can't just delegate nilly willy, right? No, like, no. I mean, business has to grow. <laughs> I mean, you said it earlier. You said it. It's like we're having a baby, and that's a big change, and yeah. it fucks you up. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and you need yes. to, you know, and you need help. But mm-hmm. you, you're birthing a business, <laughs> mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it fucks you up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stretch marks so, of a different like, kind. Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> so you. You kind of, I have to like listen to my own advice and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, find that balance. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And, and to the point that I know we were talking about before we even started recording, because guys, this is, this is just what happens when you are a podcast host who loves your people and who really believes in relationships. 
you have conversations that don't get recorded. So in some of our non-recorded conversations, we were talking about what we create. And I think both of us stand in agreement that you're really creating your balance, right? Mm -hmm. Like you created uh, space for yourself. It's as hard and as challenging as it was for you and your husband to make that move so you could balance mm. boldly at that level. And then you created spaciousness for breathing, breathing pace. Mm-hmm. The, the first original form of the business and the form of mission that was helping women get in touch with their bodies and their strength and be more comfortable and, and feel sexy and vibrant for themselves more than anything. And then you created more space, which allowed you at these different levels to balance and create more joy for you and your family with Beyond Motherhood. And who knows? where this is going to turn into because you and I were joking off record. I was like, uh, Mara's going to be your present, your, your favorite cousin, Jackie, because that's how you say her last name. (laughs) There we go. And I think it's, it's been amazing to see that you are walking your talk. You can honor that. You know what? Today's not a great day, but I'm showing up anyway, or I'm showing up at the level that I can to -hmm. give and serve. And then I'm going to go nurture myself. Yeah. in the process yeah, and yeah. I appreciate that you're doing that for yourself yeah we, we were just saying that didn't we well um well just because I'm doing this it doesn't mean that I've got everything figured out and I'm like always zen and yeah I do yoga I'm zen I'm just a wonderful god always calm and beautiful <laughs> <laughs> um so I I you know we had three weeks off at Christmas because and and then um it was interesting because I was talking, I was having meetings with people and they were saying, oh yeah, I took three weeks off and I feel so alive and ready. I didn't do any work. And I was like, I also didn't do any work, but I feel crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's real. What is going on? I was like, oh, I spent three weeks in lockdown style, a kind of you know, because we're still, you know, in the pandemic. Um, so we didn't book anything to go away. You know, they, France, you know, closed their borders, for example. Lots of people uh, couldn't go anywhere. Anyway, so we stayed at home. And then we also seized the opportunity of the extra holidays for the boys to have tutoring. So we had people coming in that I had to vet. And I, oh, exactly. yeah, that's the other thing. Like, let moms do uh, the extra work, which we can talk about on another another. Um, uh, uh, oh, you mean being house manager, mom manager, yeah, wife or, manager? You know, so, <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, so when, when you're a mom, that's the other guilt, you know, when you're a mom, you have all these other jobs you're doing extra that you weren't doing before. And the mom just continues as normal. It'll just go to work. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I'm not, I'm not going to start with the feminist stuff now, but because um, <laughs> we're going off topic. <laughs> but we can totally save that for another show can, for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so where was I? I missed that. Yeah. You were saying, in addition to all the other things that you had to do during this three weeks, which is why you were so exhausted. Oh my gosh! Yes, mm-hmm. yes, exactly. Um, um, yeah, I didn't get any time to rest, really. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and it's not that we went out and had a little holiday with our family, which is not super restful, but it's it's in other ways kind of more. Um, it's nice, you know. It's pleasurable, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, um, but I didn't t- get any time to myself, and then after that, we we started straight away, you know, with the yoga business and be and and um, setting up your motherhood off the ground. All these meetings, 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 and then oh my gosh, the other thing happened. 
I had many people asking for my help. That was nothing to do with beyond motherhood uh, or, mm-hmm. or mothers or just just people. And you know, I have this tendency. Um, I just like helping people. I just love helping people. And um, but then there's this thing. So I have this. There is a difference between supporting um, when there is an an urgency, like when if uh, like for instance. On the way from my holidays in in August, um, our summer holidays from Greece. Uh, on the plane, we were in, um, we encountered um, there was a family in front of us with small children, mm-hmm. and just before we 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 set off the ground, um, there was this uh, the little two year old um, w- was crying, mm-hmm. and the mom was obviously overwhelmed uh, in she couldn't calm her down so she lost it to, and you know she was uh, mm-hmm. and shouting which made the baby and uh, the little girl uh, cry more yeah and mm-hmm. uh, it, it was uh, and I could see it I could, and I could see why and and I was I was tired I was like I couldn't wait because like my children are old enough so I can actually I was like really looking forward to have a nap on the plane mm-hmm. uh but you know what? I had this urge. It's like that pull I was telling you about earlier that I mm-hmm. need to help, right? Mm-hmm. And there was no way for me not to step up and help. Yeah. So as soon as I found the opportunity, I was there holding um, little Elena and she was beautifully content I spoke with the mom who also relaxed immediately having that support from yeah someone else mm-hmm. and seeing um how calmly I interacted with Elena and well basically for the whole trip I I Elena was with, with me on my lap mm-hmm. feeding her mm-hmm. and having my son playing with her it was mm-hmm. it was just it was a wonderful experience and it, even though it was exhausting it yeah. was beautiful and I mean still um the mom says that you know that she tells everyone that they met an angel on the plane which is just so wonderful so having that example this is this was something urgent right yeah. this was like there's no way I'm not gonna help mm-hmm. and then last week I had people coming to me asking for help they were not urgent mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what happened was because I, I was I was really exhausted I, I was already very tired. I had brain fog, and my automatic react uh, reaction and response, uh, because I am, I love supporting and helping people. This is who I am. I've always had this since I was a kid. I can't help it. Was yes, of course, yeah. Do you want to call now? I'm not doing anything, even though I had shit looks to do, right, but because right. I didn't have like an, an appointment or anything. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. I can't. I can't have a call with you. I can't help you. Mm-hmm. And I did that a few times. It broke me. Yeah. It broke me. I I was yeah. I I was I was then snappy at the boys like oh what's going on you know um mm-hmm. I was I was not myself. I couldn't think. I couldn't make any decisions. I I just there is a difference, you know. Yeah, there it wasn't urgent. I. I should have said no, but I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have that, but because I had the brain fog, because I was already over my limit, I didn't see that. Yeah. I didn't see that. 
So now I am taking, I said, this, I'm doing the podcast because I really want to do it because it is like balance boldly. So balance it, boldly, baby. Exactly. So <laughs> it, that, you know, gave me, um, um, yeah, the, you know, like the destination. Exactly. You know, oh, mm-hmm. I should listen to that. And after this, I'm taking time off. Yes. <laughs> and that's I was, it. I was just about to ask you how you giving yourself permission to pause, but you were you were kind of answering it. Like, I learned from the last few weeks of what I went through, and now I'm, I'm about to make some space. Yeah, myself. exactly. So I, I'm going to do that, you know. Um, yeah. I, I, I am... I, I'm gonna book something to go away next week. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. After after today, I'm doing just yoga and and then I'm going away on my own. <laughs> yes, yes, just on my own somewhere, somewhere in nature. Because you know, nature is a conduit. It helps. It facilitates. Yeah. You know, so, it grounds. So it anchors. So I I have to commend you for a couple of reasons, Mar. Um, first, for taking a self location for yourself to just love on you and receive instead of constantly being in go do be serve mode. Um, that's hard for people. And especially as a woman, just period, Mm -hmm. but also as an ambitious woman, that is her default is being great (laughs) at all times. Right. And sometimes it's hard to turn that volume of greatness down so that you can just rest and receive Mm. without feeling like you're turning your light down simultaneously. Mm. So I want to commend you for that, but also for your vulnerability that you just shared with us um, all, for all the listeners. I hope you really felt it more than just heard it. Because I know if you're being honest with yourself as a listener, male or female, you relate to exactly what Mara just shared with, you know, for the most part, doing your thing, helping, serving, being great, having the volume just where it needs to be, and then realizing that maybe the volume was so high that you couldn't even hear what you needed in the moment. What you needed in your example was a no, right? Book an appointment, hit me up later. But the volume of your greatness was just so loud that you couldn't really hear it. And that's not a judgment. It doesn't mean you're less of an awesome amazing ambitious woman that you are with these phenomenal businesses that you have and and being a great wife and mother and all that it doesn't take away from that it's just an observation for yourself and I hope that you hear it not you Mara because you are you've already heard it that you who are listening hears it as well because we do that to ourselves and to each other we shame each other into thinking Mm. that you can't Give yourself the permission to pause, to slow down so that when it's time, not on someone else's time, you can speed up or catapult and propel into the next level of wherever you're supposed to be. We think that turning that greatness down for the reasons that I just said means that you're less or the other person can't keep up. And it's not. Let me be 1000% clear. As the number one balance and relationship advisor in the world, the reason that I'm number one isn't my multiple degrees and licenses and certifications and 20 plus years of experience, all of that is great. And I don't take away from my achievements, but the reason that I am number one is because I am constantly working on balance and relationships. I don't feel like I'm so hoity-toity that I can't learn 
that I can't be, as my good friend Margie Feldman says, a student of greatness, that I can't be constantly in a situation where I have to learn a better way for myself that maybe makes it over to become a tool for someone else that I meet at some point. Sometimes the tools are just for me, but many times they end up being great things that I can pass along. And it's not because I haven't experienced issues that make me want to balance better or to have better, deeper, connected relationships is exactly because I struggled with it and that made me who I am. So I hear you fully and I hope that you are seen and heard in this moment because it mattered and I'm really grateful for your share. (sighs) Thank you, Nike. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, really awesome. I I hope uh, we helped the listeners. Um, I think we did. Yeah. I'm expecting some great feedback, guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think, you know, the next uh, question would probably be how do you take that time? How do you do that when you're a mom? Yeah. Um, yeah. And especially a stay-at-home mom, you know, because mm-hmm. then um, if you're a working mom, not that you do less, it's just you no. getting that break from the mm-hmm. children, which is so valuable. Mm-hmm. Um how do you do it and the simple answer well simple it's not simple but the answer right. is support mm-hmm. as much as get as much as support as you can be it higher support or family support you can't be with your children all the time it's not good for you or them because if you're right. not well how is that what what example do you give your children if you can't be a hundred percent quality you know versus quantity you know because we feel guilty if we leave them with someone else but you know how valuable that is for them as well as you you taking that break for your personal development because how are you going to develop yourself if you don't have time to actually Mm -hmm. think (laughs) you know right i mean to read a book for the pleasure of it to just ponder you know Mm -hmm. to you know to get your creative juices how are you gonna and think about you know you are an intelligent woman who is dormant and you are um you are capturing your you're not letting your genius out in the world i mean Mm -hmm. the world needs you right and as much as the children need you and the children need you to to need to see you uh, in your greatness, you know, mm-hmm. I, it's just mm-hmm. so important. So get that support, hired support, um, after school clubs. Um, I mean, and of course, you like getting your partner. But again, going back into that feminist thing I was telling you about for another uh-huh. session, it's uh-huh. so important for your partner to be involved and not yeah. for you to take all of it on your own. Right. But until then, get the support. I mean, you know. It's just so important. Take the time to yourself. Motherhood is a blessing. It's it's an amazing thing, and we said biologically as well. Our brain gets better with uh, with permanently with pregnancies. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what happened. Um, but you need me time for yourself. Absolutely. So pun intended here, guys. So you can move beyond motherhood and still enjoyed the process. Mara, how can people connect with you? Where should they go to get some more information and see 
how they can potentially have you and your team as part of their support system? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, go. Uh, you can visit my website, maralife.com. Uh, where you can find all the details there. You can find all of my Instagram links and my um, contact details. You can book an appointment with me um, or a member of my team. But, you know, yeah, can't wait to um, to hear from you. <laughs> absolutely. Mara, you have been absolutely beautiful and a spacious place to breathe because I'm sure if any of you were listening from the beginning, we breathed a couple times during this (laughs) session, some deep, cleaning, energetic breaths to just really dive deeper into the vulnerability and strength that is vulnerability. So Mara could share her story and give you something more about her that you can't just Google so you can really get to know her. And I'm grateful again that you opened up and shared with us for all the ways that this matters for you. For Balance Boldly listeners, We are always grateful to have you tuning in. If you are new to the show, welcome. If you are coming back, welcome back, baby. We are back in rhythm. I'm looking forward to seeing you weekly. We have some exciting things coming out for those of you who have been long-term listeners because we've been podcasting since 2012 and doing the BBP since 2016 specifically. We have a new show coming called Intentionally Selfish. And if you don't know, read my book, my memoir, Selfish, and you'll figure out why I'm doing it. I'm really, really excited about it. You'll get more details about that later in the interim. I hope that you received everything that you needed. The best way to show you care is to share this episode with someone that you know needs to hear it. That is the best way. The second best way is to leave a review, preferably five stars, but I'm not judging. I still love you anyway. Just be truthful in your review wherever you're listening to this on your favorite podcast app, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all the places. Thankfully, we're in all the zones. And in the interim, again, I ask that you enjoy the balance of your day, but remember, do it boldly. Thank you.